this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Good evening, campers. Welcome to the Camp Camp After Show right here on AfterBuzz TV. Tonight, we welcome Elizabeth Maxwell, the voice of Nikki, as we cover episodes one through four. So stay with us. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Surprise! Welcome, everybody, to the Camp Camp After Show right here. Cause, I mean, I suppose we're the AfterBuzz cool kids. Yeah, definitely. Uh, right here on AfterBuzz TV. Super um, cool. Uh, yeah. So, uh, everybody's, everybody's arid in here. Uh, not like a dry desert climate. Uh, welcome. We're going to be talking. This is going to be interesting. This is going to be a new form of uh, our show. We yeah. usually have guests over Skype, but this week, this time... We have the wonderful, the amazing, the voice of Nikki, Ms. Elizabeth Maxwell, joining us in the studio. So now there won't be any weird Skype delay like we had on Ruby. <laughs> and you, you, Skype, you can see us back, which I yeah. think is pretty great. And you are such an attractive group to be oh, doing. Oh, That's right, the three of them are. Uh, I am your host, and it's Mark B. Donahue. You find me on Twitter at Mark B. Donahue, joined by Megan Salinas. Hey, guys, you can tweet at me at the Mangwin. That's T-H-E-M-E-N-G-U-I-N. That was speed wow, run. That was joking that. around. Patrick D's. I gotta make up for it. I'll go a lot slower. You can find me now. I'm at Peter the D's. I know. <laughs> You I hate really you fast. so much. And Katie Cohen. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter at Kiaxet. That is K-I-A-X-E-T. We got the live chat. We got the hashtag ABTV Camp Camp. Say things you might get a shout out. Wow. Say things that you might regret. Yes. You <laughs> might get a shout out. I'd say um, that every day. Perfect. Um, so we're going to do. We're gonna start out with something a little bit fun. I want to do some camp activities. It's the oh, summer. All right. Uh, we're, we're feeling like the spirit it. of Camp Campbell. It's like we're on the shores of the beautiful yes. Lake Lilac. So uh, we're going to all tell some camp stories yes. of when we were young. Young, intrepid campers. Um, who wants to go first? I found a skull at camp once. I'm sorry. And you that's get Katie's to go story. first. <laughs> that's Katie's story. You get to go first. <laughs> it was. <laughs> we, lived, we lived in Colorado. Um, all the middle schools in the district went up to what we called high trails. And it was basically the sixth graders went up. All the different teams went up for about a week. Uh, there was hiking. There was homesteading. There was 8,000 different things you could do. It was pretty great. And I was on a 6 a.m. hike with about half a dozen other kids my age and a couple of counselors whom I thought were the coolest and realized later on that they were in high school at the time. <laughs> Perspective. And I found an entire deer skull, antlers and teeth. Okay, and I was going to 
ask what type of skull. Yeah, I'm yeah, that's yeah, very yeah. No, I know how to. I, I, that makes for a very different. I've story. got the yeah. elevator pitch down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was invested. <laughs> I found gracious. an entire deer skull, and there was actually a small museum at High Trails near the cafeteria and all that fun stuff. So I picked up this skull out of, halfway out of the earth and brought it with me. Like, guys, I got a skull, and everyone's like, yeah, and brought it down there. And I still have a deer tooth kicking around in a box somewhere because I knew if I brought the whole skull home, I would not be able to keep it. I love but it. if I brought I a tooth it. home, it would be mine forever. I love it. I feel like Nikki would approve. I, I was literally just Dude. thinking I was Nikki yelling would when she found really the bear skull that. and didn't do anything Aww. with it. I'm like, take it home! No, she would do much more with a live bear. Yeah. 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 It's horrid. Oh, she's going to be just right. <laughs> such a great line. That's what this show is going to be. Um, who, who wants to go next? It's like we got the campfire right here. I want to hear little Megan at camp. Uh, <laughs> little Megan. Yeah, as we warm my hands I by know. the fire. Um, okay, uh, my elevator pitch. I was a horror cliche at I'm camp. I'm sorry. <laughs> you broke your leg while um, running for things? No. You <laughs> died was, first? I was at running. I, I would have. She's the ghost. <laughs> um, I was at running camp when I was in high school. Oh, uh, what is one. running camp? Sounds awesome. Uh, I was on the cross country team. And so every summer we went <gasps> to right. running camp uh, to run at a higher elevation so you would get acclimated and theoretically be faster for the rest of the season. Right. Nice. so um, serious. I know. Well, we got lost. Me and my buddy uh, Heather, we got lost on on our way back from like an eight mile run or whatever because the the guys ahead of us went down the wrong trail on the way back. They realized their mistake and cut back across. We did not realize our mistake. <laughs> the whole story was here is that you late. were on an eight mile run. <laughs> but I mean, so, sometimes if you only have one shot. So uh, we, we nope. basically <laughs> decided we needed to ask somebody for direction. So we decided, okay, we're going to ask the first person we come across. Four directions. The first person we came across was a guy with a chainsaw. <laughs> like, literally a guy with a chainsaw in the woods. And I was like, Welp, Heather, I'm the minority here. And I also can't run as fast as you. So I'm going to go and ask him for directions. And Wait, you can't run as fast as you at first? <laughs> yes, because I'm like, Look, I'm the minority. I'm going to die anyway. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. <laughs> you have a chance. Well, right. this looks like a place that teenagers go to die. Right, right. Pretty much. No and the funny thing was, when I was like, excuse me, I scared him. So I would love to see the alternate horror movie like perspective of like, guys, I just, I was, I was at work and these girls from freaking nowhere right. just appeared. Just <laughs> ran out of the He's woods so and they were sweating and it was terrifying. Completely I thought they were running different. from a bear. I was looking for a bear. Completely isn't different Isn't that Children of the Corn? <laughs> I'm sure there's one where it's little girls. A little bit. But yeah, Some so sort of, yeah. I had to ask a guy with a chainsaw for directions when I was lost in the so, woods. So Genius. far, both of our stories are pretty much episode two. How about I, I you like guys? It. Yeah. I like it. You, you have a chronicle. But I don't have a chronicle, but what I did was... Is it so, of a death foretold? So Mark told us a little bit uh, uh, ahead of time, said, hey, have a camp story. I was thinking 
I did a lot of really stupid shit at camp growing up. <laughs> and the, the one I thought about, um, you know, this camp camp's all about juvenile delinquency, so I thought I would lead with uh, probably the dumbest thing. And it was on my way to camp. So I was a young Boy Scout. Mm-hmm. I was going to the National Jamboree, and I was at a point where, like, there comes oh, an age as you're going up that, like, wearing a Boy Scout uniform is just not cool, really? right? I was right. Nope, thank you. Everyone's <laughs> backing me up, and I was right at that point. No idea what you're talking about. I was starting. Yeah, no, I was just the, yeah. starting to realize. I was like, yeah, nope. And so I was like, really, I was like, right at that point where, like, I was too cool to be on an airplane in a Boy Scout uniform, but you're kind of obligated to. So I gathered up our little group of, of scouts, and I like, so we decided we were going to be juvenile delinquents for this whole trip, and we were going to score it like, whose line is it anyway, right? Like, you just get random points for doing stupid shit. And everyone's like, yeah, great. All right, great. So we get on the plane, and this is pre-9-11. So we sit down, um, and we hear, this is uh, Captain Johnson. I'll be your pilot today. And I stood up, and I yelled, oh, my God, not him again. <laughs> Turned around, high-fived all my friends, and was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Excuse me, um, are you uh, Patrick from Troop 722? I need you at the front. So walk me to the front of the plane. I literally had to get on the, the mic and say, like, I'm Patrick from Troop 722. I've never actually flown with Captain Johnson. He seems like a really nice guy. And uh, I'm sorry. Have a good flight. And um, I've never yelled on an airplane again. And rightfully so. Yeah. Yeah, mine's Public the... humiliation is the best punishment. It's the best punishment. I'm definitely. I would do Especially for trying. Mine's, mine's oh really dumb and young uh, because I was young. I was uh, going to say dumb a, and young. It was dumb because I was young. Uh, at the end of our camp, Camp Granada GRANADA, we would have uh, a little like presentation where you put on skits and stuff and somebody we, somebody said hey why don't we do Mortal Kombat but Shang Tsung wins <laughs> and of all characters of all characters that I would play me my shape my gross sure. visage who who do you think they would pick me for doesn't matter because I was Liu Kang it yes. was really weird I wore sweatpants and no shirt and I was the coolest kid was gonna go in the park going with Johnny Cage oh that's me now right. but uh, Elizabeth do you have a cool camp story or a scary one well, um, I didn't really get to go to camp very often as a kid, mm-hmm. and I think I've kind of mentioned this before, but I was forced into Girl Scouts by my mother, oh, and I really uh, wanted to be a Boy Scout, yeah. and it was because I wanted to do activities and not stuff cloves into a, an orange and call it like a Christmas present. <laughs> <laughs> so I got How this catalog of like summer camps to like look through, and I was like, oh, horseback riding camp, like adventure camp, right. like all these things. And my mom ended up making me go to the Girl Scout camp because oh. it was cheaper because I was a Girl Scout and I was stuck making like lanyards mm. for a week. And to add insult to injury, I think I like got like six canker sores mm. oh. while I was at camp so I couldn't eat. It's, it's like in, it's labor <laughs> camp. It was essentially labor camp. A, did you make a sit upon? Uh, I think so, actually. That sounds really familiar. That's like the staple of Girl Scout. I was a Girl Scout for years and definitely did Girl Scout camp. The important question. It's like a staple of Girl Scout camp. How did you perform in cookie sales? This is what I need to know. <laughs> so we all need to know. Detestably. Right on. Thank you. <laughs> right, right on. Knock them down Fair a peg. Yeah. Oh, I was like, power. you can't use me for child labor. <laughs> yeah, awesome. <laughs> so you're yeah, perfect lick, lick, lick for Nikki, then. Put them back. Okay. So it. yeah, so Perfect episode three Nikki. probably resonated yeah. quite a bit. Uh, so really quickly, my favorite line of dialogue of yours isn't even a line of dialogue. It's your grumble uh, from that episode when we when they mentioned the the flower scouts. James, could you play that for me? Because I I pulled <laughs> I it. Think I know Great. What you're Nikki grumble. About. No, one more time. 
I love that. <laughs> and that piece of animation, too, is like, it's smooth and perfect for any feel that you might have on any given day. That's, so, that's me at work. That's me at my desk. That's like, all of us every day. <laughs> sure. I think I need that as my text tone. Yeah. Fair play. Uh, I mean, right now it's the Transformers noise, but I, I think I can... Uh... Oh, I got plenty. I, I got them whack up there. I got everything. Um, so let's get into, uh, now that we know a little bit more about our camp yes. histories, let's Chad's get into uh, Camp Camp. They should be. That's what this is about. It's a damn fun show. I threw the pen. Um, so our, our first episode. Don't hurt anyone. No, that's why I threw it where they're. Play it a little fast and loose here, ladies and gentlemen. Have a good um, night. I see they didn't have archery in your camp. <laughs> No, that would have been like javelin catching wow. or or dart throwing and other um, pub activities. Uh, can I get some ice in this because like, I was any, just burned? Any- <laughs> mm. Mm. Delicious. So, so something that I want to do with this show, because it's a comedy, because it's less about story and more about the experiences that these people have, is, and Tom was going to go crazy, I want to talk about the evolving relationships yeah. that we have between the characters. So instead of just going, <laughs> so this happened, this <laughs> happened... We, we got to talk about Max and David, and yeah. also how Neil and Nikki, as newcomers, have thrown a huge wrench into David's plan, as well as Max's plan, for either the better or for worse uh, throughout the course of Camp Campbell. So what, what, throughout the course of these four episodes, would you say was Max's most learned moment, where he learned the most? I think I just hate everything. Yeah. yeah. That one? 100%. 100%. 100%. Distilled. I, I also think the um, at the end of episode four, just because you see something on TV, it doesn't mean, you know, it can apply to your particular situation. Yeah. If, yeah. if we're going back to how lines define people, I would say his, um, we're, you were the, I guess the 1%, fight the power 9-11, and he's just using political your buzzwords. Boss, your political buzzwords will save you. <laughs> Wait, are you Dolph too? <laughs> wow. Okay. I'm sorry. I gotta change the. No, but I like to say und. <laughs> I, I will say the unts uh, help it even further. Um, but I, I agree. E- episode four, when he got his rude wake up call and seemed to get even more bitter by the time he hits episode five, which we're we'll talking about on our next after show. But uh, yeah, I, I can't wait to see where he's at in episode six, where everything has been shattered yeah. and it started in Camp Cool yeah. Kids. Oh God. I. I mean, we'll, we'll, maybe we'll talk a little bit about episode five with you because was a, that was a very important episode for Nikki. Um, what what interaction uh, or who do you like interacting with the most as Nikki? The platypus. <laughs> <laughs> Don't blame me. No real hesitation <laughs> there either. Like, yeah. Well, there you are, Perry. <laughs> well, by, by I mean, uh, we keep going to episode five. I'm sorry, but he just, he ends up becoming a part of the group, the three and a half uh, member, and uh, I'm I'm excited to see where that relationship takes. Which is weird for an animal that doesn't talk. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Like, I don't, I don't know if I have a favorite. I just, I love the the, the triangle dynamic between Neil, Max, and Nikki because mm-hmm. Nikki is just so inherently like positive and okay with everything. <laughs> yeah, that she's like a really good foil for like Neil's wet blanketness mm-hmm. and then like Max's incredible jaded cynicism. Like, I love that she just kind of like keeps everything like buoyant, mm-hmm. <laughs> but then occasionally slips in something dark in there too, like march closer to death. <laughs> that is the most most accurate description of being on one's period yeah. that I have ever heard in my life. Uh, I need more my doll. Like, one of my favorite Gwen moments in that yep. is just, why do you have to make things weird? 
<laughs> I thought it was pretty normal. <laughs> um, but I, speaking to that, uh, something that's, that I've noticed in the animation is how smooth and fluid <clears throat> Nikki's movements are and how stiff and rigid Neil's are. And it, 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 <laughs> and, and, the, and the raptor hands. Raptor. Yeah. Um, I love the raptor hands. He's a, he's a miniature Apparently, dinosaur. I think they said that thanks to Jordan Battle. I think Jordan, but one of the animators, sorry, his name Jordan Battle. <laughs> no, yeah. and I, th- I think in one of the panels at RTX, they mentioned that he was the one that kind of like originated the, the raptor. Um, but also the, the shyness in in Camp Cool Kids, where they're like, "We already have our shirts off." Like, yeah, with yeah, that. Yeah. And then once he sees a girl, he's covering himself up. He's like, uh, "We have to stop everything." Um, so, but did they have nipples? I can't remember. You I know, I wasn't looking. Know. Space Kid drew his on the other side of his cardboard box. I love box. that that they did. That was added. so funny. But yeah, couldn't tell. I can't remember. Yeah, me either. Uh, I always chat, noticed the chat, nipples. Chat, we need to know. So tell us, chat. Top three things. Do they have nipples? One of the last things I expected to discuss here in the Camp Camp After Show. Um, but um, Max's cynicism and, and Nikki's hyper-optimism uh, is probably one of the best interactions next to as, as an alternative to Max and David um, <laughs> how, are we going to see any sort of an evolution between uh, I don't know and I know I, if you can't speak to this that's fine but uh, any evolution between Nikki and David's relationship you know I can't I know you can't don't ever stop us from asking ask? I, and it I just noticed from actually watching the opening theme four times in a five times in a row because I definitely me. pulled up the YouTube playlist and they've got the theme and then the episodes and I was like, did I just? Oh, it's okay. Nikki goes along with everything in that theme. She's chowing down in the cafeteria. She's doing the circle of life thing on Pride Rock. Like she's into it. She's she's pretty much chaotic neutral, isn't she? Mm-hmm. Just completely chaotic neutral. Best for life. (laughs) (laughs) When, although, when reading, do you for a character like Nikki who is so? I I know that with a lot of like with stuff with anime, you know, it's basically you're just getting stuff like one script at a time while you're at the recording session. But with a character like Nikki, where it's you know Western animation and you get to mull things over a little bit longer, not very long, I imagine. But like with a character like Nikki, do you start to wonder like, okay, what kind of a home did she come? from because we get a little bit of like Max's just like little mm-hmm. sprinkles here and there. We got a little bit of Nikki's too. Yeah, just a tiny bit Unless that she lied again. Mom, yeah. And that was that was about it. So like with that do you ever wonder like why is this character this way or are you like this is what she is? She's in the moment. Oh we talk about that all the time. Okay. Like in the yeah. booth like uh like you know Jordan and, and Miles like we yeah we we talk about like their their backgrounds and like if they had like a bring your parents or like you know the parents visit oh, the camp right, right. day I feel like, like that would be the most that would be episode. like <laughs> I think it would be amazing I mean it has I feel to happen. like three sets of parents mm. would show up at all <laughs> so we have an answer on Nipplegate okay. um, the chat overwhelmingly says yes including someone with the username Camp Camp Wiki and yeah. Malachroma wrote. Uh, just watch episode four. Can confirm nipples. nipples not confirm. not a sentence I was expecting to type today. Let me tell you. Fair if you haven't seen Malachroma's art, you need to go see it yeah, totally. because yes. not only did they do some amazing photoshops during our panel at RTX, they did a straight up art version of one of them. Like so I need it good. on a shirt. 
yeah. I was just going to say, funny bit of uh, of trivia. Please. Um, my titty twister radar is like off the charts. <laughs> of just like opportunities, like of like of now. like being able to like sense where your nipples oh, are yeah. underneath their clothing. <laughs> Beautiful. So we're talking about after senses buzz, that we didn't after, after buzz exclusive. If um, I could get off this couch, I would give you a demonstration. <laughs> 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 Pin the tail on the donkey. We can blindfold you and just have you figure it out. Now, can it. you do it through a bra? Uh, I, I'm I'm more practiced on men than women, but I bet That's I could. Yeah, right. so damn it, she's up for challenge. My last line of defense. I ladies to be twisters. That seems like a little like I know, right? We're still in too forward. <laughs> <laughs> The, speaking of of a, of a titty twister, why not? Oh um, I I, I want to talk because it seems like the mental version of that. The relationship between David and Gwen uh, that we see uh, evolve seemingly it it it's it's hate, but but there there seems to be some sort of a mutual. I want to say respect just because they're the only two sane quote unquote sane adults. They they only have each other. Well, yeah, David's exactly. They're not sane. They're in this together, right? They're the only two people crazy enough to do it. So there's yeah. got, like respect's not the right word, but like no. I don't know. Well, we're we're I, in this together. I think part so I of it is a dependency thing on David's part because at one point in one of the episodes, uh, when Gwen isn't there, he's like, "And this is the only, one of the few things I can do without her." Yes, yeah. yes. So I don't know if that's like an emotional mm. dependency or like a capability dependency. I think mm. it's a capability thing. Like I think like I think he's been told in no uncertain terms, you cannot do X, Y, Z, Theta, Alpha, Beta, the Delta. Sure. Like, he's been given the list. Mm-hmm. And despite the fact that he seems to be a continuous titty twister on her brainstem, <laughs> she needs wow. to be there to supervise wow. him. So that's funny that you say that there's a list. Like, I really felt that he just knows that he's incapable of it. Like, right? Like, that's the mental space he's in. Like, no way I can do any like, of that as nonsense. as the list yeah. is rolling up, he's going, no, oh, yeah, nope, yeah, yeah, nope, yeah, nope, yeah, nope, nope, nope. Of course not. That's what I could try. Not, but, yeah, nope, not, nope. Yeah. I also feel like there's best a day. certain bond that's forged when you're, like, forced to go through, like, intense crisis For sure. People. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's Absolutely. true. That's true. And if they're not united, it's an us against them scenario, right? Like if they're yeah. not a like a, a united front, they're in a lot of trouble. And we saw that break apart in episode four when they were tied to the yes. Um, and can you uh, the second Gwen line, oh, if God. you would be so kind, or not? Why not? Um, anyway, uh, the, well, there's a motherfucker. Um, uh, the next one. <laughs> Who knew so that would be her one weakness would be trash TV? Yeah. Uh, can I, I just... don't think you understand how many seasons of Top Chef I've gone through in a week. I said trash TV! Thank you! <laughs> oh, well, okay. <laughs> I just, uh, that, and honestly, it's one of my favorite bits of animation, just seeing the eyes get big. Yeah. And it's just this one moment of genuine happiness for Gwen. Mm-hmm. And that seems like it's so few and far between whenever yeah. she gets those moments. So mm-hmm. it's just like, oh, go ahead. I, mean, I love it whenever, you enjoy your time. I love it whenever anyone goes full on anime eyes on this show because <laughs> you know it's like, oh, it's an anime eyes moment. The other shoe is going to drop in three, two. Oh, it didn't even wait. There it is. Well, yeah, it's like Disney with Disney Princess David. Uh, <laughs> it's like, oh, the bus is here. Just dropping Max and getting hit by the bus mm-hmm. at the top. He's just... Or and, the king of the forest bit with Max. <laughs> so you good. killed him! <laughs> um, but, Jesus Christ. But I uh, I, not, I think they, they're really good the, the animators and the writers hi uh, they're really good at isolating the moments between these characters into such a short time because the I'm just so excited yeah you keep saying that is that's their relationship yeah. right yeah. there mm-hmm. like the, I feel like that happens every day 
I just because love, it's true. Yeah. I just love what we heard on the panel. Like, well, how do you two get in character? Well, we just stand next to each other and it happens. <laughs> yeah. As opposed to the Michael, which we won't do on the show. Um, oh, no, I mean, like, no, I Miles says something and then Michael just <laughs> goes yeah. full rage quit. Like, okay, yep, this is it. Full Malachroma on Twitter says, David and Gwen have what I would like to call Fireforge Tolerance. As they to- they okay. tolerate each other. That. Um, they have to rely on each other for so much. Um, speaking of the forest, why don't we talk about the most mysterious man at Camp Campbell, yes. the Quartermaster. The Walking um, Horror Shannon movie. McCormick. The, the Walking Horror yes. Movie, Shannon McCormick. Um, <laughs> yeah. Why not? Um, he, no, just the way that parsed. So it's, I mean, if you look at between Laser Team and this, he's got some darkness. But, um... <laughs> the, yeah. Uh, we see some of the quartermaster in these four episodes, and then Just we see enough. all of the quartermaster in episode five. <laughs> ah, episode um, five has been my favorite wait, episode wait. so far, and I'm sad that we're not hitting it till next week because next oh time. my god, it made me so freaking happy. Well, yeah, we, we had everyone was like, I haven't seen episode five yet. Become a sponsor. Well, it's also if you're a member. If you remember, it's available uh, now as well, and it's going to be on YouTube tomorrow, which is part of the reason why we pick Thursdays, is because it's a preemptive... Strike. Yeah, for (laughs) stuff that's going on (laughs) tomorrow. Words in my head. No, Um, it's a preemptive strike, let's be real. So, the Quartermaster seems to be Max's guide to the true horrors of the world. Excuse me. That's fine. That's beautiful. Um, (laughs) It really was. I feel very appropriate (laughs) for right now. Is there a badge for that? Yeah. There should be. Yep. Secret burping? We should make an AfterBuzz badge. Can't put a price I on that. I cannot embroider to save my freaking life, but we should make an AfterBuzz badge. Did you guys? Did badge. you? You guys went to the camp? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, the, uh, yes. the panel. The person, wow. yeah, who did all the oh, unbelievable. I just want the and the Ted Cruz badge. Yes, the Zodiac uh, killer badge. I want the Zodiac badge. killer badge. The yeah. So for, for those of you guys who didn't go. Who got, of you guys watching, there was a person at the Camp Camp panel who did all 62 badges and came up on stage, and yeah, it was it was just pretty beautiful. amazing. Um, uh, Miles took pictures and tweeted them, so they're somewhere in Miles's Twitter in the past week. Good luck with that. Uh, really quickly, uh, standing by life in the chat brings up a very interesting point. Uh, everyone knows the quartermaster is fucked up, except for David. What happened between the quartermaster and David while he was a camper there? Do you think? Ah, probably the same stuff that happens between the quartermaster and literally everybody else. But I don't he still I has, discriminate. He still it considers him like a wise elder as because opposed to stay away David. from that creepy son of a bitch. He, he lives in a fantasy world. <laughs> Disney uh, Princess David. He lies in bed for eight hours waiting for the next day to come with enthusiasm. I'll say that David is not sane. Mm. What, what is, is a quartermaster? He masters the quarter? Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Hey. Hey, it's, it's the master of the quarters. So, like, of the of the, like, the buildings. Like, dwarms. Yeah, dwarms like, dwarms live. Oh, that's even darker Dark. than he, I realized. He's like, he's like the, yeah, he's uh, the groundskeeper. He's the housing. Yeah. He's like the groundskeeper. See, yeah. that makes more... That, that mm. makes, okay. But quartermaster sounds sense. so yeah, much more I evil. Can, dark, right? I, know, I can right? see, like, you know, uh, groundskeeper Willie from The Simpsons going down a deep, dark path, losing a hand, and ending up in a, yeah. like, very much like the quartermaster that no, we have right now. I would now. love to see Groundskeeper Willie and the quartermaster switch places, like, switch shows. They would de- <laughs> Just to a beer see with what would happen, together, would or if anyone would notice. <laughs> I just want to hang out with the two of them. I agree. Yeah. Um, but, would you like to come back alive? Yeah, dude, yes. I think, they, I think it, like, he's fine with the quartermaster because on a long enough timeline, people are, like, are okay, right? Like, he's creepy as hell, or is what he's, he's hands down one of my favorite characters of all <laughs> sure. time. But, like, look, David's 
survive. So like, what's gonna happen to what's gonna happen to Max? Like, you know what? Like, I lived through this. I probably went on some weird adventure where he stabbed a squirrel, and I'm perfectly normal. <laughs> I think, and so will Max be. You you br- very nice. Yeah. Uh, you bring up a good point. I think it might be uh, the quartermaster handles things that David can't. Yep. Like he was dragging the the. Blood. The, 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 the carcass of something. Of something. <laughs> the thing that belonged to that skull that you found. Something um, was in a bag. It and, was a deer. Yeah. Good lord. I have watched that clip over and over again trying to see if you can at all determine what it actually is. <laughs> and nothing. I honestly think it's a bag and that there's something in the bag. Yeah, dead. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. That's the definition of dragging. Ink <laughs> a bagger. But it was, it's not like you could see what it was. It was just a bag. It was leaking. Blood. 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 Yeah. blood. Mm-hmm. Leaking blood. Yay! I don't want to be here. Um. <laughs> Groundskeeper Willie versus Quartermaster Death Battle, it's says Norjack in the chat. Oh my god. That was a really good impression. Yeah. Well, it, never mind. I'm not going to say what I was about to say. Um, so we haven't, we haven't talked at all about... Uh, of these four, my favorite episode, Scout's Dishonor, oh which featured God. the talents of Sam Ireland as Sasha, Aaron, and Tabby with two, two eyes. eyes. Is that Nikki? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Edward Pikeman, uh, who uh, is playing Kirk Johnson, he's going to be in Crunch Time later this year, as well as uh, Billy Nick, Sil- Nick Silp, uh, which, if you don't get that joke, watch some cinema history, uh, played by... Snake. So, we heard a little bit about Dante's experience at the studio. From who? From from the Camp Camp panel panel. They talked about it. You were there. But they didn't talk about him like actually being there and like recording and stuff, did they? <laughs> no. They talked about you blacking out. The yeah, that's, that's what I, I wanted to know. Yeah, what, what, what so, was, what, is, what is your relationship with a one Mr. Dante Bosco? <laughs> Rufio. Right now it's in my head. Okay. But, All the um, best ones are. God, I was so obsessed with Rufio. Yeah. I mean, who wasn't I of, of like, like our generation? Oh, the, the old ter- the old turn of phrase, uh, women want and men want to be him. Totally. Sort yes. of a thing. He's yep. the coolest kid. Yeah. Yes. And I honestly, like, I... I I'm sorry, Dante Bosco. I don't even know what you look like right now. <laughs> but he is a good-looking like gentleman. The idea of sharing <clears throat> the same like space with him and like thinking that wait, maybe we breathe the same air. Like <laughs> maybe I'm never washing this microphone again. No, did you like, smell the pop spit, filter? Just like... Yeah, I was like maybe he spit a little on the pop screen and oh, like I'm licking it. Yeah, so like we're that. like I didn't lick it. <laughs> um, and I'm just I happen to be licking it. I love it. <laughs> This did uh, though, not get creepy at all. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Though I, I will have to say, probably me too. Yeah. I mean... I don't blame you. No. <laughs> like, on top of that, uh, huge... I, I think most of us here, Avatar Last Airbender fans... Oh, uh, yeah. Legend, we did a, you got, Y'all did a Legend of Korra panel. I, here. I wasn't oh, you a didn't Katie? Okay. <laughs> Sorry, that happened. I found out, hey, there's a Legend of Korra panel. Oh, it's the series finale. Damn it. Um, <laughs> that was my experience. But, um, so yes, he plays uh, one of the Wood Scouts who captures Max while uh, Nikki and Neil get away. Uh, literally stabs him in the back. Yep. He made a vow. Uh, and <laughs> it, it's very short, but... I made a vow. 
He did. Uh, Thank you. What is Thank the you. sound clips did you <laughs> prepare for this for after show? Nine? Nine. Ten. Ten. Um, Mark also, going above and beyond. Well, also, I'm going to use them for when I engineer shows. Every, if somebody gets a little bit too loud, I'm just going to throw out the motherfucker just a little bit. Um, after Buzz After Dark, immediately explicit. No, no, no. Also, if, if, evidently, if, Dante Bosco is 40 and really doesn't look like it. He doesn't. No, his face looks exactly the same on an, a, a similar oh. body. And Malachroma has established that whatever was in the bag was the most interesting man in the world, and that we established that out of so right. We love Malachroma That's so much. Right. Um, You're the best. Brain. Totally forgot where I was going with this. Um, That's it, okay. We were that's, licking pop screens a minute ago. Talking about Dante Bosco. <laughs> Always. Nick Slip, he made a vow. Yes. Yeah, he did make, he did make a vow. Um, and what, <laughs> does, what does the addition of uh, Dante, Bas- Dante Bosco add to the show in terms of longevity? Uh, sex appeal. <laughs> As it's just like a little stubby kid with an eye patch and a candy cane? Oh, I'm sorry. Are we talking about the character? Or the, well, <laughs> the voice plus the character everything together, but that's sex appeal, though. I just... Honestly, having a known voice actor or having a celebrity is not going to make... Hi, I love you. <laughs> Is not going to make the show work. Like the show works on its own. Will you shut up? I am making an honest to God serious point here. Yeah, Jesus Christ, Christ Mark. I was doing it without insulting anybody. <laughs> <laughs> can I get a quick whack from the board, please? Wait, can I? Can I just? Sorry, can interject. I really, can I just interject something really yes. quick? Please. Um, I had that moment earlier today where I was like, "Oh my God, I've made it." I am a celebrity. I have a wiki feet profile now. You did? Oh, I have a wiki feet profile. I was telling people about they're like, what? Guys, strangers like to get off on my feet. <laughs> like, I have made it. <laughs> I don't think we're filming Sorry. this panel later. <laughs> the point that I'm trying to make is that good voice actors will not save a bad show. A show goes on its own merits. Mm. This is a really good show with really good voice actors. That's what I was getting There we go. There we go. There we, we got, got there. there. We got there. Sister. Thanks so many words. Donica. <laughs> go lick the pop screen. I've got a point to make. I return the favor. Um, we also Jesus. had uh, Flower Scouts, uh, where we got to see a little bit of what... Uh, I mean, are we going to do this as the Flower Scouts? We got Wi-Fi. We got, it's, oh, God. Um, it's the best. It's so good. I'm keeping the Wi-Fi. Um, <laughs> seeing the relationship between Nikki and the Flower Scouts uh, and what sort of adds to her uh, bravado as well as establishing that there isn't a certain type of man. There isn't a certain type of woman. It's it's all types. Different strokes to to rule the world. That's not the lyric, but I'll take nope. it. I'll go with it. Um, <laughs> why not? Um, so it sounded, sounded pretty good. Actually, yeah. I like this. It's, you have to say it with conviction. It. Yeah. And don't take it back. Um, what what do you think was Nikki's darkest moment with the Flower Scouts? Ooh, good question. Aside from her uh, being cast out, her darkest moment, like the one that we didn't show. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like what got her cast out? Oh God! Ooh. I don't. I don't even know if I actually contemplated that. Um, I feel like it had. Like I feel like maybe it had something to do with periods. Sure. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. 
Well, it, it I mean, like, like, I like, like she, the best. Like, like, Nikki like, would be the one making a tampon gun and like <laughs> okay. causing chaos. I, I get behind that. I or she like was a mutual breakup, right? Like they broke up with her, but like admittedly, Nikki wanted out just as right. badly as they wanted to break up with her. So, right, but I mean, like you know, I, I mean, I think secretly, or not, or not so secretly, like it did hurt Nikki's feet. Of course. Mm-hmm. Well, they straight up said they ran her out. That's yeah. that's not a mutual breakup. Yeah. That's even if she's not into the quote unquote girly stuff, she clearly wants to. Make friends yeah, and be like true. on good terms with everybody, even fair, if they're not fair. into the same stuff. Totally fair. I, I think I, going along the the tampon line, she probably stuffed them up somebody's nose and like they had to like go to the hospital or something. She's like, whoops. Well, Forget I thought the it was raisins. Funny. Well, Why not? Well, and, oh, go ahead. Go she, ahead. S- she sets up though on the trip over. It's one of my favorite Nikki lines. She says something along the lines of like, "Become an alpha peon stuff." Like, <laughs> so good. And I feel like that was kind of like that teed up the rest of her experience with the, with the scouts. But then also, well, that's really dark meal. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, mess? <laughs> but you can tell she does have like that sort of craving for <clears throat> approval in some way because even though she was like, oh, "I didn't even want to hang out with them anyway. It's whatever. They're lame." And it turns out. That obviously they kicked her out, but then later on in uh, episode four, she immediately gravitate gravitates towards Arid, the cool kid, right. and desperately craves the approval of you know this slightly older girl who's just so cool and, and so I, rad. And we also have uh, I want to be cool. If you could play that for us. <laughs> it's so the need, yeah, the necessity yeah. of yes. acceptance after being cast yes. out immediately in the episode before is, first of all, very entertaining, uh, but also very interesting. Kind of sad. Sad, I get, but, yeah. I get a little freaked out sometimes. Like, I wonder if, like, somehow Miles and Jordan were, like, secretly watching, like, like in a time machine, <laughs> yeah. like my childhood, because Nikki and I are, like, so similar. And, like, in eighth grade, I had an experience very similar to Nikki and the Flower Scouts. And then, like, my freshman <clears throat> year of high school, like, I wanted to be cool so bad. Sure. Um, I don't think I betrayed any friends. <laughs> you didn't don't bite. Think. You, didn't, um, you didn't bark at any of <laughs> Yet, like I feel like, what was that like? So when you first went in and to talk to them about Nikki, how did they pitch Nikki to you? What did they tell you about Nikki? Like, what was the backstory? I know you talk about it while you're in the booth, but I'm interested to hear what, how they set that up. Well, I got, I didn't actually get to talk to anybody because they sent me all the audition materials and they sent the, uh, uh, just like sides from mm-hmm. the what was then the pilot. It changed, but. Um, so, I mean, it's like, you guys have, have seen the episodes. Like, just from reading a couple pages of the script, you, you very get quickly get <laughs> yeah. an excellent idea yeah. of, like, who the characters are. Right. And so it, it was very uh, intuitive mm-hmm. for me with with her. Like, I didn't do a lot of, like, research. Like, what what, <laughs> what goes on in her mind? It was just like, how oh, yeah. She how do I, I, yeah. I, I deconstruct that. character? I love it. So, but on the, on the reverse side, is there anything that you've taken from Nikki and involved in... And, brought into your your life on a day-to-day basis um i i have found myself doing the jordan swears thing of like bark 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 good or like sigh (laughs) or you know that so so that's definitely one thing um i don't know a lot of what nikki does i like i bark and meow in real life (laughs) second nature Uh, yeah no for sure you have an animal in the house you communicate in their language How would Nikki give a titty twister? Is the question. With everything she's got. Uh, like with her teeth? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah actually. And that's, but actually, speak, that speaking of right that, while, while uh, going off on that, uh, the ba- and back to the animation, the, the animation of Nikki's teeth biting Max's staff 
excuse yes. me, was one of those things where it's like, oh, that looks really real and visceral. That's bizarre for just like, for a quote-unquote kid show or a show about kids. This is not a kid's show. Show about kids. I was going to say, people get stabbed, like, a lot. Squirrels get stabbed. Yep. Uh, the word mighty fuck Empire's is repeated fault. Yeah. often. Uh-huh. Oh, wait, Germal- yeah, We've uh, already started that threshold. The, the, the thing times. about After Buzz is it... The, the content of the after show can match what the content of the show is. So if you say so fucking smart. this and that, then like <laughs> you you're not going to come here and expect, well, I like when he said, gee, gosh, d- golly darn. Like, no, we got we to talk Watch about the fucking show, for God's sake. However, we did have Miles drop an F-bomb straight on the first episode of the Ruby after show. Oh, that was <laughs> It took him five minutes to get there. It's still my favorite story to tell. That's good. Um, so we it, it was sort of a, a fun adventure to to have Nikki and Neil find out a little bit more about each other. Yeah. Um, yes. Max found out how much he hated the world, um, and we move on to Camp Cool Kids, uh, where are so the, cool. the coolest. Arid is the coolest person. <laughs> In the world, we just um, got my favorite comment in chat. Mm-hmm. It's from Meow Cider. It's all in caps. And keep in mind that chat is on about a minute, minute and a half delay. And all in caps, it's oh no, it got kinky again. <laughs> you want to talk I'm about it? That's the teeth bit. <laughs> favorite comment in chat tonight, and yeah. it's been a high bar, ladies and gentlemen. They ain't seen nothing yet. Oh yeah, my god! Yeah, we're going to talk about episode five. No, we're not. I'll warn you, child. Um, Frightening, frightening, frightening. Um, So we get to see a lot more of the interactions between the other campers and uh, our main three. So we get to see how dispensable everybody thinks of Space Kid, who is arguably one of the, the... the most fun of the uh, extemporaneous campers. I can't believe uh, that's Lindsay. I know. Just, I, was say, wow. I found a bug. Like, it's, oh no, it's in my helmet. It's perfect. <laughs> um, also, we get to see the rivalry between uh, Neris and Harrison, or as Tumblr has dubbed them, Neris-son. Neris-son. <laughs> Uh Wake up and stop that. Uh, even though, is, is it bad that the animators of the show are making fe- future fan art of when they're older and and shipping them? No, so, I just saw the animators of the show finding Rule Forty Two and no. losing their minds. Oh, that was Lee too. Lee, yeah, Lee finding Lee. porn was just awful. I think you introduced what? that to that, yeah, to that she, interview. As far as I'm concerned, I, no, I, I fought you, Donica. No, 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 no. She yeah. asked it. Oh. She was like, "Did you know there's rooster teeth porn?" And oh, that, I accidentally found Ruby right? porn. No, no. <laughs> that's terrible. I was just searching for winter images, like. Oh no. Yeah, the Tumblr oh, tag no. for Ruby porn is NWDE. Oh no. Nude. Oh. You know what's terrible? Boo. That absolutely terrible. It's I, really clever though. It's Boo. so Snarison. I didn't come um, up with it. Really quick, can, thank you for the I final gotcha. decision. Yeah. Uh, yeah. can we play <laughs> my my favorite line from Neris, please? Uh you suck, Harrison. Just <laughs> Th- this boy just shot fire out of his hands, and just because he lights David on fire, he sucks. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I love all of Nair. Like because I was a he- like I played Dungeons and Dragons yeah. growing yeah. up. Like sure. I never actually friend. larped, but like I could totally like understand getting into it. Everything Nara says, I'm just like. I have a D and D group now, and it's just like, oh, you're so cute. But I did anybody. N- know that that was Barbara? Not until they said it. Yeah. No. Not, not until they, they like, because I, the the credits usually, I'm 
usually getting very... I'm easily distracted, so by the time the credits start rolling, unless I'm looking mm-hmm. for it, um, I usually missed it because I'm like, ooh, something shiny yeah. <laughs> over yeah. yonder. Uh, did it, you, Donegan? Like, you asked, but like, did, well, did you I, catch on? Be, because I, I was trying to plan the after show for this, I was following every little uh, bit that they were throwing out, yeah. and Gray threw out um, a... Uh, or Jordan threw out a journal about the voices, and I saw that she was gotcha. Neris, and I was like, which, which one's Neris? I, I mean, you know, Neris the cute. I can hear her Jenkins voice Now you that. can. Yeah. That yeah. once you yeah. hear the voices are you're like oh yeah that's Barb yeah no absolutely and they have come so far as voice actors like it is it is remarkable they were unrecognizable if you if you don't know what to listen for Mm -hmm. like you wouldn't have known and it's same with you if you didn't know what to listen for I would never guess that Nikki and Winter were played by the same person oh well (laughs) (laughs) um so we also got Preston the theater kid yeah. Uh, finally named. I love <laughs> you. I've totally so played so many shows with so you, and I've never much. seen that. That was incredible. Because I, he said my favorite line in like probably the the span of those four episodes. What, what, what was just, that line? This is just like like this. You mean? <laughs> and I'm just like. Can you play that one, Preston? So I love it! And I'm just sitting here going, wait a minute, wait a minute. The last time we had a barricade-style revolution, a lot of people died. That was the point of Les Mis. I, I just Holy love crap. how he immediately got shot down by, don't make this lame. <laughs> make this lame, Preston. And also, on that yeah, same, yeah. I think my favorite line from, from or I, have, I have a lot of favorite lines from episode four, but the, um, uh, it's like, hey, what do you, uh, when they were on the campfire, what do you got? Well, I was going to put these down uh, David's underpants. And Spanky goes, I got, shut up. Like, the instant, <laughs> the instant cutoff of Space Kid. Uh, absolutely flippant Just love. immediately dismissed. Mm. Um, and, I mean, Arid, uh, played by the wonderful Jen Brown. Uh, so th- cool. Again, yeah. I would She's say so unrecognizable cool. compared to her other roles. Oh, totally. Like, yep. yeah. the, I would say the direct opposite of Pyrrha. To be yeah. sure. Because yep. Pierre is very humble. Yes. And especially <laughs> in Chibi, she's ridiculously sweet oh my and God. demure. Unfair. 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 So now that we've gotten a glimpse of more of the campers, who is your favorite camper aside from the main three so far? Because I mean, it's pretty easy. You're so I can't pretty choose the quartermaster. I can't. Not. I can't choose the quartermaster. I mean, I, I'm choosing the quartermaster. You it's can't like, choose it's like, an adult. I think it's like Willow when he picks his own finger, right? Do you remember? Do you remember Willow? <laughs> that sounds terrible. You threw a Willow. I know. I know. Yeah, time down to All obscure right. pick. All right. Like the Val Kilmer Willow. Yes. <laughs> I recently revisited that. If you've seen Willow lately, don't don't go revisit those movies that you liked as a child. No, they're do terrible. do uh, do not. The Labyrinth that. is still amazing. I watched it for yeah for Halloween. This is what I did. It's still but once Although, you notice David Bowie's crotch, you're gone. Oh, I, I, I <laughs> that's can't. the only thing you can see that whole movie. Mm, no that, that's not what that's, you do. That's not what you did. <laughs> that's not why you watched the that's movie. That's not how you that discovered your sexuality. Dance, dance, magic dance. See, okay, no. Take <laughs> yeah, a shot every time David Bowie's crotch comes on screen in the labyrinth. And if you're watching 24, take a shot every time they show the clock. Are the two quickest ways to die in uh, terms by of media theme drinking games? I would also say every time a character dies in Ruby, uh, you kiss you pretty. Aww. Aww. All right. Wait, now wait, we're wait, back to sad. Wait, so who's who, who? Who? Who's your favorite character? I said Neris. You guys weren't listening. You said Quartermaster. I said Quartermaster. I enjoy, I enjoy Max. I know I'm a Max guy. Like, I said, not, you just said the, not, not the, main, the main, three. main three. Oh, okay. So I'm not definitely. I'm also not paying attention. What? I'm also not paying attention. <laughs> okay. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. 
Um, I for for the Les Mis line, I want to throw like Preston in there, but I really loved the. I, I also really love the. I've been prestige. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I love Harrison's delivery. So it, yeah, yeah, no. Yes. So I, I have to, ad- I have to admit, like as a kid, I thought magic tricks were really. I could never do them, mm-hmm. but I thought magic tricks were really cool. So I'm really like, so yeah, yeah, when that's he puts cool. the, the we're back have in, to he's like, I can't. That's why I'm here. <laughs> that's why I'm here. <laughs> um, so good. So I, Harrison, I'm gonna get. <laughs> Uh, it's a wizard's amulet. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it can be anything it wants to be, just like you kids. Yeah. Um, Doing uh, mental backflips, trying to find something positive about the weird random shit that everyone's pulled up. Right. I mean, I'm German. I'd have to say Dolph. No, not really. Um, okay! I'm, I'm, I'm strangely Good pulled to him for some reason. Space no, kid? Space Kid. Space no, kid. I, no, I said Dolph. Okay. Um, but, but Space Kid, for I'm sure. I'm going Space Kid. Space Kid, so... Yep. Did, I mean, space kid. everybody. Yep. With only a few lines, they were able to encapsulate what these characters... Even with Nerf, yeah, uh, who yeah. we've barely heard anything from, just sure. like buzzkill and laughing, yep. is, is really the only thing. But we're still... We, we want to see these kids evolve uh, as characters, as people. Um, and we got a little bit more of Campbell's illegal activities in this episode <laughs> as well. Travis Willingham is amazing. Brilliant. But also I just the fact the first thing we see Campbell is his ankle Campbell. bracelet. He's, yeah. yeah, he's uh, yeah. Cam Campbell. Just our knee jerk reaction for that was like, oh, that's voiced by Travis Williams, and she goes Roy Mustang, and I go Grog. <laughs> well, yep. We all remember our first. Um, <laughs> what? Of the voices of his that we heard. <laughs> well, that's not the first. That's just the most current. <laughs> Mm. All right, so uh, we—it's been a weird night. It's, I mean, oh my god, I don't know what happened here, but I need to put something in this mug next time. I'm just trying I, to god. stuff a lot into a little space. That's, that's what we're trying to do here. Hey, corn syrup. <laughs> Stay thirsty, my friend. <laughs> no running, my friends. Um, <laughs> so, uh, re- really quickly, before we get to our last uh, camp activity of the night, uh, oh we want to talk a little bit more to you uh, w- uh, with you, Elizabeth, since we have you here. And we did a lot of coverage. Uh, we had you on the, the Ruby Volume 4 panel, but because right now we're sort of in flux on whether or not we can show that panel yet, I just wanted to, one of my favorite questions that we asked you, if you wouldn't mind as well, is what would be your favorite thing that you want to see Winter engage in in Ruby Chibi if she were to oh. join the cast? My favorite thing that I would want to see Winter engage in. Or just um, something that you always wanted to see Winter do. Um, I, I, I wanted to see her inspect the rooms. Like, I wanted to see her reaction okay. to the bunk beds. Okay. Yes. I see that. Um, yes. Adding to the structural integrity or lying in each one and falling and hurting herself terribly. She was just too... I don't know <laughs> about that. I hope that that's the reaction yeah. to... <laughs> Twice? <laughs> what? She's just like, no, this is mine now. <laughs> just because she's the alpha? Um... <laughs> And, and, I don't know, and I don't know if you... I don't think this is a spoilery question. How do you think Winter took action uh, at the end of the event... At, at During the events of Volume 3 when uh, the Beacon is in chaos? Because we didn't see too much of her. Didn't they send her home? She went all the They on? sent her all the way home? Earlier on, I thought they sent her off and she was no longer there. I felt right, like no, she, she was she on w- another mission, right? Yeah, she, was, she was sent off... Uh, mm. To, to go join like the rest of the army like she was she was not there oh, okay, okay fair play um, if I think she, that's been if she was a spoiler how, how would the tides have been turned if Winter was there um I like 
I mean, this is like a selfish request, but I would have, uh, I would have loved to have seen because I feel like Winter obviously has like a huge sense of duty, mm-hmm. and she also has a huge sense of like familial like responsibility and love. And I think seeing like how she would have have to have wrestled with that, like during that crisis, mm-hmm. would have been interesting. I think so too. Like, do I do my duty or do I find my sister exactly. and make sure she's right. safe? So exactly. It, yes. What I think about Winner in that situation, the only thing that comes to mind that I think would come to her mind is, is Weiss okay? Weiss, but even before Ironwood, like before yeah. my boss, it's mm-hmm. got to be my sister. I think it would have been fun to see her and Crow have to team up. After, God, yes. after their scuffle, yeah. that would have been great. That might be uh, something we've seen. The battles would have been won a lot quicker if that happened. <laughs> <laughs> uh, excited to see if that happens in four. So uh, we'll get off the Ruby talk. We'll get, um, uh, something else that uh, just back to the insanity. <laughs> well, no, there, uh, a big project just came out. Uh, you were part of a cast of a Kickstarter um, from Lashawn Thomas, who's responsible for Black Dynamites and the animation for uh, Legend of Korra, the Boondocks. Bringing it all back. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah bring it all back. Um, you play a plucky little robot named plucky. Casey Turnbuckle, which is one of my favorite names of a character. <laughs> and I'm right. not just saying that. That's I'm, all right. I'm, yeah. That's really um, cute. How did you get involved in that? Um, Through, gosh, sheer luck, man. Yeah? Um, I knew LaShawn uh, previously, but but not through work. Like, it was more through, like, friends and, and personal acquaintances and stuff. And he had the idea that he wanted to, you know, do this Kickstarter and and he's always been one of those people, like, he likes keeping it in the family. Like, he mm-hmm. likes working with people that he, like, knows and trusts. And um, and uh, he said that Casey was, like, the one voice that he was having trouble, like, visualizing in his head, like, what he wanted her to sound sure. like. And uh, I had given him my demo reel, like, months back, and I don't think he ever, like, listened to it. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he said that he just, like, happened to, like, be going through, like, some old folders and was like, oh, I should give this a listen. And then one of the voices that I had on my demo reel, he was like, that's Casey! Nah. That's Casey! And so he called me up and he was like, would you like, I mean, maybe want to be a part of this and I was like I would give my left leg to be a part of this oh my god yes please I'm also happy to see that your legs are intact that you didn't have to (laughs) give you You can only see the right one you can't see the left one can you on this angle just a stump it's magic Uh, to die Um, (laughs) so we're we're super excited to see that uh, short get picked up Uh, make sure if you weren't a backer to watch the trailer it's it looks like so much fun, especially if you're a fan of LaShawn's other work. Um, unfortunately, we do have to wrap up, so the last thing that we're going to do before we go is, uh, this is a camp activity for you, and it's also going to be a camp activity for us here oh. in the studio. Ooh, so, all right. um, we're, we're going to flex our... Gladiatorial battles. We're, well, um, we're going to flex our arts and crafts camp Ooh. muscles. Mm. So think back to when you were a childhood. If you saw a brochure for camp, camp Cameron Campbell's Camp Campbell, uh, what camp would you be willing to spend the summer on Lake Lilac doing? What kid would you be? Draw a picture of yourself as a kid in... Oh. Uh, not. I mean, don't take one of the ones from the show, because that'd be a little bit too easy, but draw, your, draw, draw yourself as a kid. I was actually inspired by our, our, our friend, 24-Hour Call Center, who drew their own version of a Camp Camp character. So why not, let, let's flex our muscles, draw yourself as a character. Since we have you here, what camp, uh, not to pull too much from Nikki, but what camp uh, would you ideally spend your summer summer at? 
survival camp. Yeah, oh, I like it. So Cold like speaking blooded. of missing a leg, <laughs> like you've got like a bear trap like on your leg, but you're still walking through it. Yeah, you know, scars. Yeah, that works. Ain't no thing. I got that my works. survival no badge thing. in a week. That's, <laughs> a, that's amazing. Um, <laughs> so um, unfortunately, we do, we do have to wrap. So we're gonna talk. We're gonna. That's what we're gonna start our show with next time. Great. We're gonna. T- are let are you we bringing know. pictures? Are and we're we? gonna and we're gonna <gasps> drop pictures. We're gonna scan them in and we're gonna share them with you. And if you dry Fantastic. yours, make sure to send them to ABTV Camp Camp or follow us on Twitter at ABTV Rooster Team. Send us your pictures there. We want to put you as a part of Camp Campbell yeah. because hell. This show is a lot of fun. This this Come show is a lot of fun. Us. Thank you so much Thank for you. joining Thank us today. You. Um, Thank you. Uh, in case uh, folks are listening to audio, where can, where can they find you on social media? What other projects do you want to promote? Um, mostly Twitter and Instagram at about Elizabeth M. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just Elizabeth Maxwell on Instagram, <coughs> and uh, uh, I post all about my new projects on there. I can't uh, think off the top of my head what cool. I am and I'm not allowed to talk about. So. Fair enough. Okay. Pay attention there. There you go. Katie. I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, and YouTube at Kiajay. That's K-I-A-X-E-T. I am also on Snapchat at Kia Prime. Um, my upcoming projects are mostly just that YouTube channel, reaction videos, potentially vlogs. We have After Buzz TV shirts. They are on T Public, also under Kiajay. So, yes, have fun. Do the thing, win the stuff. Patrice. Do the, do the thing, win the stuff. I'm Peter the Diaz on Twitter. I also host a video game. Laughs every time I say that Twitter handle. I do. Uh, you can find me also on iTunes. I host a gaming show called Pixel by Pixel. It's a bunch of nonsense. It's because it's Step yeah, it's that boy. Uh, Megan. Oh shit! What stuff up? and things and things and stuff. Hey guys, I'm Megan. You guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Mangwin. That's T H E M E N G U I N. I'm also on a bunch of shows here at AfterBuzz, and I write articles for the Movie Chick. That's Chick with two Ks. Be sure to check those out. <laughs> Uh, I did that one time. Um, uh, I'm the internet's Mark B. Donica. You can find me on Twitter at Mark B. Donica. You can follow all of us at ABTV Rooster Team. That's where you can find uh, our YouTube channel. Uh, we have an Instagram. All of our interviews are on our YouTube channel. If you go to ABTV Rooster Team, we have a playlist that has everything from the first night uh, as well as all of our sit-down interviews. And we're working on seeing if we can put our panels up, so stay tuned to that ABTV Rooster Team. Me at uh, Mark B. Donica. All of us here at AfterBuzz TV. Make sure to like us on iTunes, like us on this page, leave us comments, and send us the picture of your campers. Until then, I cannot uh, wait. We will see you uh, next time at Campaign Deal. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Campaign Diem! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.